You are listening to Purposeful Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Yolanda Postel, and I'm here to encourage you to be bold, step out on faith, and be the amazing woman God has called you to be. Let's get into this episode. Family, a source of love, support, and strength. They can also be a source of frustration distraction, and downright disappointment. Now, what do you do if your family happens to fall into the latter category? Well, lived a little, learned a little, and there's only so much that you can do. But what are the situations that are often plaguing individuals when it comes to family. And I'm sure some of you listening, you're already going to be familiar, but let's just run through a little bit. First is looking at you the way that you used to be. They knew you since you were a child. They know everything about you, went to school with you, saw your ups and saw your downs. And so they are very familiar with the early part of your life. But you've grown up. You've moved on. Maybe you made some mistakes and now you've learned. You've gotten your legs up under you. You are a full-grown adult doing things the right way. You made it for the mistakes of your past. And you're just moving full speed ahead. Sometimes it's hard for people to accept where you are. And the judgment comes from the things you did when you were younger or the mistakes you made. And so even though you've done your best and you've displayed that you are grown up, that you're mature, that you're making the right decisions, it just isn't good enough. Well, all you can do at this point is stand in who you are because sometimes they may not be willing to accept you and that's fine. Me personally, I would not want somebody to judge me off of who I was when I was 20. May not have been a good choice. (laughs) I know I did some stupid things when I was 20, but to continue to judge a person 20, 30 years when they have a proven track record of doing things differently and you can actually see the fruit of good decisions in their life. Well, I think it's a little silly. Why why continue? Why continue to look at a person that way? And all you can do is just leave it to them. That's their opinion And really, there's nothing that you can do to change it. If they want to judge you by who you used to be and you haven't seen them in 15, 20 years, then the ball's in their court, especially if you've reached out and you've tried to have a conversation, you've tried to, you know, make amends or whatever the situation is. 
then you have to sometimes just let it be because you can't change the way a person chooses to see you. If they choose to continue to look at you as that little child or that young teen, then there's nothing you could do to change it. Now, number two is when family is not respectful of your thoughts and your opinions. Sure, sometimes I think um, age is a big factor. You may have people in your family that feel that because they're older, that what they say trumps anything that you have to say. And maybe that was okay when you were a kid or a teen or maybe even in your early 20s. But as a grown adult, hey, you're going to have your own mind and you're going to have your own thoughts and your own way of doing things. And for someone to not respect it, yeah, that's definitely offensive. You can have a choose to have a conversation with that person to discuss what's going on. And you may not see eye to eye, especially if it's on family matters, because you can have 10 family members in a room and 10 family members may have a different opinion on how to handle a situation, especially if it's something that has not been discussed. It could be something like a death in the family or a family illness or Maybe um, there's a situation going on and everybody has their own opinions and there's a lot of disputes based on that. One of the best ways to handle it is to just sit down and, and try to have a peaceful conversation. Sometimes that's not possible though. I mean, especially if emotions are high or you have some people that have had a long history of not getting along Sometimes you can't fix that. And I know we want to have our voice heard, but it also requires a person being receptive to what we have to say. And if a person is not receptive, I think you can pick it up immediately if somebody's not receptive to what you're what you're trying to discuss. And so just keeping the awareness open that okay, this conversation isn't going well. I gave it a try. I'm just going to put the conversation to bed at this time. And maybe we can revisit this conversation later on when we're calmer, when um, when everybody's got a cool head or when maybe the emotions have subsided and everyone can get together and have that discussion rationally and respectfully. Because if if we can't, respectfully have the conversation with someone, then what's the point of continuing? Because it's it's not going to get across the points and topics. They're not going to land because that person's mind is already blocked and they're not going to receive what you're saying. So understand that sometimes, sometimes you can get it done and sometimes your thoughts and opinions may not be received And sometimes you just have to leave things the way that they are. And number three is control. Often that's probably a parent-child thing, seeing the control 
They want you to do what they want you to do. And God forbid you don't do it. <laughs> but hey, here's, here's a tip. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And I think that's a hard pill for some parents to swallow. You know, it's as your child gets older, if you're one of those people, you know, as your child gets older, they may want to do things different ways. They want to may want to start their own traditions or um, they may want to go places you don't want them to go. Guess what? There's nothing you can do about it. You may want them to make a particular decision and you're angry that they're not. Guess what? There's nothing you could do about it. And maybe it's none of, nothing minor, but it's a, it's a serious situation or, you know, it's just a battleground over thoughts and how you think they should do things or how things should go. Often there could be a generational issue as well. You know, they view things from one point of view, you view things from another. And it's not that a person um, is particularly wrong, but it's just the outlook from the age difference and the, and also maturity level. So parents, if you're out there trying to control your kids, I think that's probably one of the most difficult things to do, especially if you... And nobody should be trying to control anybody. And what I mean as far as one of the most difficult things to do is sometimes you want to be in control because you see your child making mistakes. You see them heading down a certain road and going in a particular direction and you are frustrated as a parent because you've tried to talk to them. You've tried to reason with them. You've tried being calm. You tried, you were mad. I mean, you've tried everything you could do. You tried to advise, you tried to instruct and everything you have done and said is rejected. Parent, you've got to let go of that control. And it may break your heart to see the decisions that your child makes. It may break your heart to see them literally running into this same wall over and over and over and over and over again. But one thing I've learned is when we as parents, and I would say definitely more moms than dads, when we try to control the situation and run to the rescue all of the time, the only thing we are doing is hindering that child's growth. So there are times where we have to learn to say, enough, I've done my part, I've done all I could do, and step back and just let it be. And I think the earlier we learn to do it, probably the better. And I'm not talking about when they're in elementary school and middle school. I mean, there's some things, some some years, high school, that they need the guidance. But I'm talking about when they are grown they're they're over 18 and legally they are an adult and you just can't control it sometimes you just got to let go understand that you are not in control but God is in control and the things that you cannot handle and the lessons that you've tried to teach and they refuse to hear it from you God's going to send somebody along to give them that lesson or life is going to teach it to them. Hopefully, 
the lesson is learned in a way where it's less disruption in their life, but they have to learn the lesson in the way that they can learn it. And you can often tell a person something. You could tell them, I remember my dad telling me certain things and it just went in one ear and out the other or my mother-in-law. And I just just said, whatever, you all don't know what you're talking about. But I had to learn the lesson my way, the way that it was meant for me to learn it. And when I learned that lesson, the way that I need to learn it, it stuck. So parents, if you're out there, and your children are adults, just let go. Let go. You can't control them. You can't control their lives. You can't control their decisions. You can't control their finances. You can't control anything. Certain things they have to learn on their own. But again, when you when you come in and you rescue them, you're just delaying their time of learning. So let it be. Let them learn. Here's a one that just really... I do not like. I do not like it at all. And that is manipulation. I cannot stand when someone tries to manipulate me. Be truthful. Be honest. Be upfront. Because I feel that it is terrible to try to manipulate family and loved ones or any body out there. I mean, nobody should have to lie. Nobody should have to finagle. Nobody should have to try to see what kind of circumstances and half-truths they could tell to get the result that they need. I mean, come on, what is that? If you need something, if you're going through a situation, if there is an expectation you have or a discussion that needs to be had, Let's be adults and sit down. I don't believe that manipulation should be used at all. It's it's terrible. And, and I find it disrespectful in every sense of the word. And if it's a family or not, if somebody is manipulating me, that is one quick way to get on my bad side. Like, I love you because you're family, but... It's one quick way to make sure that our relationship doesn't really move forward. No unforgiveness again, but I'm not going to allow myself to be subjected to someone that's always manipulating because manipulation comes along with lying. And you, my dear listeners, do not have to put up with being lied to and manipulated. And for some of you out there, the biggest manipulators are parents and your children. The two main <laughs> two main people in your life. However, you have the option to put up the proper boundaries when it comes to all of these points. To say these are the things I will not put up with and these are the things that I will. And I was having a discussion with another family member and she was saying that she has to make certain discussions black and white because if that gray area is in there, oh boy, somebody's going to manipulate. So maybe consider having a discussion and making your 
points or whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're trying to communicate, crystal clear, black and white. Don't leave that room for gray. Don't leave that room for maybes or possiblies. Make it clear what you will do and what you won't do. And then when you make it clear what you will do and what you won't do, then there leaves no room for questions because everything's been laid out, laid on the table. And I think when you do that and you set your boundaries, stand firm. If a person knows that they continue to cross your boundary over and over and over again, guess what? They're going to do it because they know they can get away with it. So once you have your boundary in place, once you said what you're going to do and not going to do, try not to waver. It's like that parent that says, okay, little Johnny, I'm going to put you in the corner. You're on timeout and I need you to stand there for 10 minutes. And 30 seconds to a minute later, Johnny's wandering around and you don't say anything or you just let it slide and say, you know what? We'll just try it again the next time you get in trouble. No, let's let's keep this firm. So little Johnny learns the lesson that when you say something that it's the way it is, it's the same way with family. And honestly, anybody that's not family too, but it is definitely the same way when it comes to family. And as long as you stick to your boundaries, then they will begin to learn, man, I can't, she's, you might get some feedback. Oh, they're not the way they used to be. Oh, they, um, they, they are just, they've changed. That's okay. Because if the way you used to be allowed other people to walk over you, if the way you used to be allowed other people to work their manipulation and you're not that way anymore and you're firm, you have a, you have a strong backbone and you're not taking that foolishness anymore, good for you. <laughs> good for you. And if they don't like it, too bad. And one last thing with families is sometimes they expect you to mediate situations. However, there are some situations that are so deep that putting yourself in the middle will only cause you heartache and grief. And we love our family members. We want to see them get along. We want to see them communicate. We want... There to be love and joy when we're all together and have peace in the room. And sometimes that's just not possible. If two people really are feuding and are at war, sometimes you have to just step out of the situations and let it be. And if they ask you, you can give your honest opinion. However, some things have to be mended with time or mended through counseling through through their with their pastor or with an outside therapist and you can't do it all and i know it's hard especially when it's two people that you love and you've spent years around each other enjoying each other laughing together crying together and doing all of these wonderful things and suddenly it's disrupted by a particular situation 
that you've tried and you can't fix. It's time for you to step out and let those two individuals work things out the way that they need to. And it can be heartbreaking sometimes, especially when it's a situation that drags on for years and years and years, but you can't force two people to forgive one another. They both have to be open to change and they both have to be open to forgive one another. Until that day comes, you've got to just stand back, be prayerful, be watchful, and just let it be what it is. For all of you listeners, I hope that you don't have to deal with any of these things that I talked about in today's podcast. I hope that your families are all rainbows and sunshine. (laughs) I really do. You know, I, I don't want anybody to go through anything with family, but let's be real. Most people have some type of situation going on in family and that's just life. It's just a part of being in this world and we have family members that we love and we can count on and and then there are some where we know we've got to keep at a distance and then there's some individuals where unfortunately you do not have a relationship with your family at all but I believe in those situations God will still bring people into your life that can be the support that you need so Whatever situation you find yourself in, just be prayerful, be watchful, and understand that you've got to just sometimes stand back and let certain situations play out the way they do and accept the outcome. If people aren't willing to change, then there's nothing you could do about it, but I hope that For those of you that are dealing with challenges, that your family member is open to change and moving forward. Well, that's it for this week's podcast. I hope you have a wonderful week. You can follow me on social media, Yolanda M. Postel, and you can also find me on YouTube. So again, have a great week and until next time.